Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm Jill. Today is the 14th day of February, and if you are here in the United States, it's a high-pressure day to know the person you love and express it in a way that tells them, I love you and I see you, and it's called Valentine's Day. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day to my forever Valentine, my husband, my best friend, the founder of this community, Brian. I love you beyond words, but I'll save all the mushy stuff for us. On this 14th day of February, we are reading Leviticus chapters 5, 6, and 7, and this week we're reading the contemporary English version, Leviticus chapter 5. If you refuse to testify in court about something you saw or know has happened, you have sinned and can be punished. You are guilty and unfit to worship me. If you accidentally touch the dead body of any kind of unclean animal, you are guilty if you find out that you have accidentally touched anything unclean that comes from a human body. You are guilty the moment you realize that you have made a hasty promise to do something good or bad. As soon as you discover that you have committed any of these sins, you must confess what you have done. Then you must bring a female sheep or goat to me as the price for your sin. A priest will sacrifice the animal and you will be forgiven. If you are poor and cannot afford to bring an animal, you may bring two doves or two pigeons. One of these will be a sacrifice to ask my forgiveness, and the other will be a sacrifice to please me. Give both birds to the priest who will offer one as a sacrifice to ask my forgiveness. He will wring its neck without tearing off its head, splatter some of its blood on one side of the bronze altar, and drain out the rest at the foot of the altar. Then he will follow the proper rules for offering the other bird as a sacrifice to please me. You will be forgiven when the priest offers these sacrifices as the price for your sin. If you are so poor that you cannot afford doves or pigeons, you may bring one kilogram of your finest flour. This is a sacrifice to ask my forgiveness, so don't sprinkle olive oil or sweet-smelling incense on it. Give the flour to a priest who will scoop up a handful and send it up in smoke together with the other offerings. This is a reminder that all of the flour belongs to me. By offering the sacrifice, the priest pays the price for any of these sins you may have committed. The priest gets to keep the rest of the flour just as he does with grain sacrifices. The Lord told Moses what the people must do to make things right when they found out they have cheated the Lord without meaning to. If this happens, you must either sacrifice a ram that has nothing wrong with it, or else pay the price of a ram with the official money used by the priests. In addition, you must pay what you owe plus a fine of 20%. Then the priest will offer the ram as a sacrifice to make things right, and you will be forgiven. If you break any of my commands without meaning to, you are still guilty, and you can still be punished. When you realize what you have done, you must either bring to the priest a ram that has nothing wrong with it, or else pay him for one. The priest will then offer it as a sacrifice to make things right, and you will be forgiven. The Lord told Moses what the people must do when they commit other sins against the Lord. You have sinned if you rob or cheat someone, if you keep back money or valuables left in your care, or if you find something and claim not to have it. 
When this happens, you must return what doesn't belong to you and pay the owner a fine of 20%. In addition, you must either bring to the priest a ram that has nothing wrong with it or else pay him for one. The priest will then offer it as a sacrifice to make things right and you will be forgiven for what you did wrong. The Lord told Moses to tell Aaron and his sons how to offer the daily sacrifices that are sent up in smoke to please the Lord. You must put the animal for the sacrifice on the altar in the evening and let it stay there all night. But make sure the fire keeps burning. The next morning you will dress in your priestly clothes, including your linen underwear. Then clean away the ashes left by the sacrifice and pile them beside the altar. Change into your everyday clothes, take the ashes outside the camp, and pile them in the special place. The fire must never go out, so put wood on it each morning. After this, you are to lay an animal on the altar next to the fat that you sacrifice to ask my blessing. Then send it all up in smoke to me. The altar fire must always be kept burning. It must never go out. When someone offers a sacrifice to give thanks to me, the priests from Aaron's family must bring it to the front of the bronze altar, where one of them will scoop up a handful of flour and oil, together with all the incense on it. Then, to show that the whole offering belongs to me, he will lay all of this on the altar and send it up in smoke with a smell that pleases me. The rest of it is to be baked without yeast and eaten by the priests in the sacred courtyard of the sacred tent. This bread is very holy, just like the sacrifices for sin or the sacrifices for making things right. And I have given this part to the priests from what is offered to me on the altar. Only the men in Aaron's family are allowed to eat this bread, and they must go through a ceremony to be made holy before touching it. This law will never change. The Lord spoke to Moses and told him what sacrifices the priests must offer on the morning and evening of the day they are ordained. It is the same as the regular morning and evening sacrifices, half a kilogram of flour mixed with olive oil and cooked in a shallow pan. The bread must then be crumbled into small pieces and sent up in smoke with a smell that pleases me. Each of Aaron's descendants, who is ordained as a priest, must perform this ceremony and make sure that the bread is completely burned on the altar. None of it may be eaten. The Lord told Moses how the priests from Aaron's family were to offer the sacrifice for sin. The sacrifice is very sacred, and the animal must be killed in my presence at the north side of the bronze altar. The priest who offers this sacrifice must eat it in the sacred courtyard of the sacred tent, and anyone or anything that touches the meat will be holy. If any of the animal's blood is splattered on the clothes of the priest, they must be washed in a holy place. If the meat was cooked in a clay pot, the pot must be destroyed. But if it was cooked in a bronze pot, the pot must be scrubbed and rinsed with water. This sacrifice is very holy, and only the priests may have any part of it. None of the meat may be eaten from the sacrifices for sin that require blood to be brought into the sacred tent. These sacrifices must be completely burned. The sacrifice to make things right is very sacred. The animal must be killed in the same place where the sacrifice to please me is killed, and the animal's blood must be splattered against the four sides of the bronze altar. Offer all of the animal's fat, including the fat, on its tail and on its insides, as well as the lower part of the liver and the two kidneys with their fat. 
one of the priests will lay these pieces on the altar and send them up in smoke to me. This sacrifice for making things right is very holy. Only the priests may eat it, and they must eat it in a holy place. The ceremony for this sacrifice and the one for the sin are the same, and the meat may be eaten only by the priest who performs this ceremony of forgiveness. In fact, the priest who offers a sacrifice to please me may keep the skin of the animal just as he may eat the bread from a sacrifice to give thanks to me. All other grain sacrifices with or without olive oil in them are to be divided equally among the priests of Aaron's family. Here are the instructions for offering a sacrifice to ask my blessing. If you offer it to give thanks, you must offer some bread together with it. Use the finest flour to make three kinds of bread without yeast, two in the form of loaves mixed with olive oil, and one in the form of thin wafers brushed with oil. You must also make some bread with yeast. Give me one loaf or wafer from each of these four kinds of bread, after which they will belong to the priest who splattered the blood against the bronze altar. When you offer an animal to ask a blessing from me or to thank me, the meat belongs to you, but it must be eaten the same day. It is different with the sacrifices you offer when you make me a promise or voluntarily give me something. The meat from those sacrifices may be kept and eaten the next day, but any that is left over must be destroyed. If you eat any of it after the second day, your sacrifice will be useless and unacceptable, and you will be both disgusting and guilty. Don't eat any of the meat that has touched something unclean. Instead, burn it. The rest of the meat may be eaten by anyone who is clean and acceptable to me. But don't eat any of this meat if you have become unclean by touching something unclean from a human or an animal or from any other creature. If you do, you will no longer belong to the community of Israel. The Lord told Moses to say to the people, Don't eat the fat of cattle, sheep, or goats. If one of your animals dies or is killed by some wild animal, you may do anything with its fat except eat it. If you eat the fat of an animal that can be used as a sacrifice to me, you will no longer belong to the community of Israel. And no matter where you live, you must not eat the blood of any bird or animal, or you will no longer belong to the community of Israel. The Lord also told Moses to say to the people of Israel, If you want to offer a sacrifice to ask my blessing, you must bring the part to be burned and lay it on the bronze altar but you must first lift up the choice ribs with their fat to show that the offering is dedicated to me. A priest from Aaron's family will then send the fat up in smoke, but the ribs belong to the priests. The upper joint of the right hind leg is for the priest who offers the blood and the fat of the animal. I have decided that the people of Israel must always give their choice ribs and the upper joint of the right hind leg to Aaron's descendants who have been ordained as priests to serve me. This law will never change. I am the Lord. These are the ceremonies for sacrifices to please the Lord, to give him thanks, and to ask for his blessing or his forgiveness, as well as the ceremonies for those sacrifices that demand a payment and for the sacrifices that are offered when priests are ordained. While Moses and the people of Israel were in the desert at Mount Sinai, the Lord commanded them to start offering these sacrifices. we're reading a lot about sacrifice and different sacrifices for different roles and different people. 
and what those things mean. And I think we tend to get into the mindset as we start this part of the Bible, especially here in Leviticus, we can start really thinking of the word sacrifice uh, as ritualistic. And we can tend to think of it only in those terms as rituals, as a really harsh rule. And then it just sort of becomes custom. Customs get passed down from generation to generation. And we don't really know why we do things without the explanation. We just know that within our family, within our culture, within our faith, we do things a certain way. And oftentimes, we don't know why we do them. And then we start chastising other people for not following our rules, but yet we still don't know why we do them. But when we truly sit with the word sacrifice, what is required to be given of oneself that might be really difficult for us to want to let go of. I know in my own family, when I think of sacrifice, I think of my father who worked in a shop in the Midwest and never turned down overtime if it was offered to him as a means for provision for our family. This means that my father went without sleep many times. My father went without doing things for himself that that may have uh, filled him in a way that working overtime <laughs> probably did not. And so even sacrificially as we give, we're giving with the reminder of the work that we put into this effort of earning in order to sacrificially give away something. As moms, we give of ourselves to our children. Fathers give of themselves to their family endlessly. And sometimes it's a, a very thankless job, I'm sure, because we don't really understand sacrifice until we sit with and consider what it cost us to have that thing in the first place to be able to give it away. So as we go through these chapters and these days learning about sacrifice and hearing the word sacrifice, maybe we can take a deeper look into sacrifice and consider the titles and what is required of each person sacrificially to bring to God in a form of worship and as a payment for sins. And especially if you're new here, this is your first time ever in the Bible, really important to hold on to this piece of sacrifice, uh, especially as we travel through the Old Testament. And then later in the year, we'll get to the New Testament and we will learn about ultimate sacrifice. So Jesus, we thank you for this time. We thank you for your word. I pray for a deeper understanding as we sit and meditate and consider and are mindful of the word sacrifice, of the places in our lives that we have not sacrificed where maybe we should be sacrificing. What are we holding on to that just might be holding on to us? Help us loosen the grip on whatever it is that we're not willing to let go of and to trust you in the release 
as you prove yourself faithful and with us, and we will declare your name as holy. I pray this now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Daily Audio Bible, that is home base. Check it out. If you have not, take a look around, download the app. It's free. If you'd like to partner with us here at the Daily Audio Bible, thank you so much for each and every partnership. We could not do this without you, and we are forever eternally grateful that we do not have to. If you're giving by mail, DABPO Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee 37174, or utilizing that mobile device, hit the Give icon up at the top right-hand corner, and lastly, look for the Give icon on the website. If you need prayer, if you'd like to pray for someone that's previously called in, several different ways for you to do so. 800-583-2164. And once again, utilizing that mobile device, hit the red circle button located up at the top right-hand corner. You have two minutes on the prayer line. Hit submit, turn the wheel to chronological, and it will get to the right place. No matter who you are, no matter where you are, no matter what your story is, no matter the desires of your heart and the circumstances of your situation, despite the day that this is, I pray that you feel loved, known, and seen by the lover and the creator of your soul. I pray that it it would be enough today to know that you are loved beyond comprehension, loved beyond imitation, loved beyond flowers that may die and chocolates that may melt and beyond a simple day that holds the reminder of love. You are loved. Let us be love. I'm Jill. Until tomorrow, love one another. Good morning, dear Daily Audio Bible. There goes a train coming by me. Uh, First of all, hugs to China and Baby and Jill. And I'm celebrating. I had a call and celebrate with Tanika. I started listening last year, and I remember your prayer request for your kidney. I remember crying out to the Lord and praying the Lord for a new kidney and to hear your voice and your story. And let's keep inviting people to the global campfire and pray them in. And, and then his broken daughter, I wanted to reach out to you because um, sending a huge hug, Heavenly Father, comfort um, his broken daughter and all the people that are in grief right now and the, and the loss of her mom. And Lord, in this uh, funeral that she's going to go to, Lord, this memorial service, Lord, that she would go there with joy and victory to be able to know that you're the lifter of her head and you'll wipe her tears and you will bring restoration, you will bring healing through her as she lets you comfort her to comfort others. Lord, it says, blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted. So comfort her, my sister. And Lord, I'm agreeing with her. This is the year for restoration and healing for our relationships, health and finances, for all areas, for the kingdom seekers, for his kingdom people. And just agree with me that it is already accomplished, Revelations 5, 5. He has triumphed. The Lion of the tribe of Judah, 
the Lamb of God has triumphed already. And we are overcoming because of the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Thank you, Jesus. We pray this in the name of Yeshua, HaMashiach, our Messiah. This is Grandma Grace, a.k.a. Going by Grace, um, a.k.a. GraceandTruth.org. I love you all. Sending a big hug. Hi, this is Jen, uh, also going by John 33, 16. And I'm calling in today for prayer for a young couple in my town who has separated. Uh, they have four great little kids, uh, about ages one up to third grade. Um, and it seems that one of them has been unfaithful, um, was unhappy, also maybe dealing with some possible uh, depression issues. Um, used to be very faithful, now seems it's just not following what I would think is the path that God wants a person to follow. And um, I've been praying for reconciliation for the couple, and I know that God can do miracles. I'm not sure that either one of them believe right now that there is hope for them to reconcile, but uh, I believe it would be the best thing for everyone. So you could pray for each of them that they um, evaluate, make sure they're following the Lord's path, get back in step with the Lord and, and can overcome the problems that they had and be back together and raise their kids together. Thanks, Harden family, for Daily Audio Bible and also Dab C. Uh, I did Dab last year, Dab C this year, and it's really a great experience. So thanks, and I'm praying for all of you in the Dab family as well. Bye. Hey, Kendall from Kentucky. This is uh, In the Vine from Indiana, previously known as People on the Water from Indiana. I'm calling in just a word of encouragement for you, and it's a little celebration, you know, that we may start the celebration. Um, you are about to graduate med school. What an accomplishment. What a feat. You have a 10-month-old, and uh, that's just awesome. Everything's awesome. Like that one Lego movie, right? Now I want to watch that movie. That was just a stupid movie. Anyhow, uh, praying for you that God gives you wisdom as to where to go uh, and what to do with the knowledge you have just learned and have dedicated your life to. Um, thank you for your future service, and uh, may God bless you and keep you. Make your face shine upon, make His face shine upon you, and be gracious to you. In Jesus' name, Holy Spirit, I pray. Amen. Good morning, Dabsy. This time you calling in from Suffolk. Today is Tuesday, February the sixth. Tamika, Tamika, Tamika. I do remember just like it was yesterday um, when you called in and was praying for a kidney um, because you needed a transplant. So I. Thank you so much for calling in and sharing that testimony. To God be the glory for all the things that he has done. So, Dab, see, that has really have made my day. So, I would definitely go forward and rejoice in the Lord just alone uh, with that being said. But I'm also calling in. Um, I'm asking for you guys to pray for me as well. Um, the devil has really, really mentally been trying to attack my mind. And I know it's nothing but the devil, but there are days that I just feel so, 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 so down and just don't know why. And I just instantly start praying, just giving God the glory. 
So if you guys could please keep me in your prayers. I know God has something mighty for me. I know and truly believe that this is my season. And I know that's why the devil is coming harder than ever to try to attack. Because he know if he gets your mind that he will get everything else. But I bind that enemy right now in the mighty name of Jesus that the devil will not come to kill and destroy what God has created and what God has in store for me for this year going forward. So that's my prayer. And I ask that you guys just come and stay in agreement with me as well. And as always, I continue to tell you guys, continue to be encouraged. And I just continue to stand on what I say each and every day that I call in and pray. Continue to be encouraged. And I love you all. You guys have a great day.